Anybody ever see Spinal Tap? The song Rick My Love Pump? Spinal Tap never actually wrote this song, so I did it for them. This is Maria Connor live on stage at the end of the pandemic. This is the first party in Oakland that I've been to. It's Exploration with Monica. And Maria is just shredding up the stage in a sparkly dress. Exploration. Explore. Play. This is Sexploration with Monica. Sex is proof that God loves us and wants us to have fun. Sexploration with Monica at sexplorationwithmonica.com. We're here after the show. This is Sexploration with Monica. We are out live at an event post pandemic. Yes, my first gig after the pandemic. Is yes. This your first gig? Yes, yes. <laughs> Oh my god! It was like so much energy, and it's great because it's like a private party, right? Yeah. But um, you know, a lot of people haven't seen the band before. Yeah. And um, just you know, just the energy of playing like we're playing a lot of metal and punk and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And um, you know, I'm always worried about things being perfect. Oh, I didn't sing it well. My voice is a little shot, but people just love the energy. No, and uh, you know, yeah. honestly, just being out of their houses. Yeah. After yeah. a year and a half. Yeah, yeah. And to see a queen like me with my 
my green latex skirt and my sparkle shirt. Oh, everyone's loving your outfit. Yeah, it's so shiny. I I figured the key to getting people to love my outfit is when I put together an outfit that I love. Right. See, I don't love wearing men's clothes. Because as a guy, I just... It's, I don't find anything interesting about men's clothes. I love women. I love wearing women's clothes. And then I discovered I like being a woman. Right. It was so embarrassing. And so tell me the name of your book. The name of my book is Girl Shock. And the subtitle is I Dressed as a Girl for Halloween and Then She Took Over My Life. Need I say more? Well, you are going to say more. I in am. In the interview coming up on Sexploration with Monica, we're going to yes. hear all... You have some seriously... I can't believe you tell these stories. I can't believe it either. family reads this book. What is their reaction? Uh, their reaction has been... Um, of course, the first thing is the, uh, the uh, there's a section called Sorted Details. <laughs> so, so sorted. Yeah, well, that's where all the, um, the sex is. Sexy sex. Yeah, like when I decided... You know, to try hooking up with guys, and then I went a little bit further, and then like a girl dumped me, and I had a. Got, can I be X-rated here? Yeah. Well, okay. We have to. Uh, I'm gonna go to YouTube. Okay. So I'm gonna. I am gonna beep it a little bit. But sure. The like, like, like the first. What if like the first time I had a guy mm, in my mouth? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. It was so fuck. A girl just dumped me, and I was so mad. Oh. And. It was so freeing. It was so naughty, so oh, yeah. nasty. And I was like, is this what it, I, it feels like to be a girl? This is, like, so amazing. Yeah. It's well, so and different. I imagine the, the sexual energy is so different. <laughs> it's completely different. There's so much more power in it. It's so much easier. The guys are coming after you. And my, as my family read it, they're, I, I think that they're just like, you're queer or you're queer. It's like these labels come up in their mind. But I don't see it that way. It's like, well, the guy isn't doing anything, so right. why wouldn't me as a girl just? And do you it? are still, in a way, a straight guy, but yeah. you just have this whole new layer of another kind of sexuality that is just beckoning yeah. to you. Yeah, because first of all, one thing I do write about in the book is it is 250 times easier getting laid as a woman than a man. I calculated it. This is empirical data. Read my lips. Empirical data. This is not theoretical. Let not me, making this up. I'm like, for example, imagine being able to get laid once a week instead of once every five years. That's 250x. So people say to me, oh, if you're queer, bi, you get twice the amount of opportunities. No, 251 times more opportunities. And so the problem is the guy with all his romance, he just can't compete with it. So it's like, I feel like I'm another person. And like, I have this like feeling of guilt. Like I shouldn't really be enjoying this. You shouldn't be having this much sex. I shouldn't be having this much sex. I had to learn how to say no. I had a guy, I had guys chasing me. Just today I'm calling in my parking lot of my apartment. Some guy gave me, he saw me there and he, P- I need basically, to give you my number. He wanted, Let's hook up right now. Yeah, he, like, he was scraping, please give me your number, this good-looking black guy. I'm like, well, why not? You know, But he lives in my apartment. If we, don't, if we hook up and, oh, and I don't want him scratching out. my car, yeah. he knows where my car is. Then he might see the... The problem is, not he's going to my car, he might see the guy coming out. I don't want him to see the guy. That's the problem. I'm looking at this guy like he's like younger than me. Like, why does he want to fuck me? It's weird. Like, you know... I mean, I know why, but... But he does. And oh, yeah. The oh, there's no... He would not take his eyes off me. Probably a straight black guy, you know? I'm like, why not? <laughs> so much fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, totally. You know, and I think it's also, as an entertainer, you know, I get I get a lot of the opportunity to 
to really, you know, go to places that I couldn't as a guy. You know, I sit there and wonder, do they really think I'm that good of a musician? I mean, maybe it's just because I'm dressed up like this. Well, no, but you do rock out. I do. Yeah, Yeah. that's true. It's it's good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I guess... Of course, the the flamboyance of all this sparkle and the big booty. Oh, the big boobs. And the big red booty. Yeah, I mean, look look at me. When I'm I'm playing heavy metal and I'm wearing a a, a green latex skirt. Green latex skirt. Black nylons, a sparkle shirt with my booze bouncing up and down with some DSL lips. You know what that means? Sucking lips? Yes, I have heard that DSL. I think I read it in your book. I know. It's like, I I think of myself, you know, can it get better? I actually wrote a song called Girl Shock, and this really describes how it feels. My uh, producer said, write a pop song called Girl Shock, a really cheeseball song. So I wrote this really cheesy song, and basically the storyline is, wow, you know, I I have so much more fun as a girl. You know, I'm I'm so happy. Couldn't get any better than this. The next verse is, now I'm getting laid and getting drinks bought, bought, bought for me. Can it get any better than this? And then it just keeps getting better. And it's like, I kind of feel guilty, like I shouldn't be doing this. Yeah, but that's just sex negativity. You know, you just say yes to pleasure. You know, say yes to something feeling good. You don't have to feel guilty. Yeah, you're right. If it's, if it's a win-win for everyone involved, oh, yeah. consensual. I think, I think the problem yes. is the guy is still fighting me. He's still trying to be a straight guy. I feel bad for him. Maybe I need to get rid of him. Well, I mean, inner aspects, there's a complicated part of all of us, you know? And there are inner aspects that, you know, some of us, you know, need more quiet time. And some of us need more extroversion. I That's mean, right. I think yeah. there's a part of all of I mean, there's still... You know, the part of you that wrote your first book, right? Yeah. The, the Green Revolution. Yeah, the Green Revolution, and yeah. probably a, a, a lot of the, the good parts of your straight personality that you still appreciate and can explore. Yeah, you're right. I did write about that, which is like, you know, sort of like saying, could Batman survive without Bruce Wayne? Because you need your quiet time. He's got to, you know, conduct his business and he's got to, you know sit there and solve the crimes, you know, by looking at the data before he goes out and beats people up. <laughs> so maybe everything is the way it should be. I think it just like, I think I just figure if I get my boobs done, it just, I don't have to ever be a man again. Yeah. That would be, yeah. I, I, but maybe, I know my therapist says, she says, you should really just try it first. Try to go full time. Yeah. I and mean, it's really hard. very wise. It but is. And I know she's. see what it's like because. I mean, I'm sure, like, surgery is a whole big thing. Yeah. And some of the things about surgery are good, but then some of them are, you know, very real and kind of gross, and, you know, there are risks. It's not like it's a magical fairyland where suddenly, you know, it'll be like, oh, everything will be magical. I mean, it's also, you know, putting something in your body that's foreign. Yeah, yeah, there's all that. And also... It's easier to make money as a man. It's a lot easier to make exactly. money. Exactly. There's that. Like, kind of so my friends keep too. telling me. Well, you definitely. I write about this in the book, The Struggle. The, between the male privilege yes. and the female privilege. Yeah. And, the, and really. Know, the, the chick, the beautiful girl. Thing. Yeah. See, the problem is we're on a, most of us are on a journey throughout our, our, the first half of our lives. We think of the future. We think of planning. We're, 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 but when you get to a certain point. And you realize I'm already I'm here. <laughs> totally. You know, and just enjoy it, right. the two. And it's a very hard transition because now I have to like go back to Buddhism. What do I do when I'm a guy? 
go back to Buddhism and relax? What do I do to relax? I, I don't get it. Well, you can. I don't know. Can't, I mean, just all he does is go work. back and forth between both of the personalities and then find the richness in being able to do both. I mean, because I, I think that that would be awesome yeah. to like hold on to my male privilege but also have it like, is yeah. power. Yeah, that's true. You're right, it is. It does seem like a win-win right there. I think, I think maybe the bottom line is I want to be Nancy Wilson from heart. I want to be up there with my huge yeah. breasts bouncing around. and Maybe I just have to give that up. Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm also uh, a member of a, a breast implant illness group. Yeah. And there are some really bad stories about what it's like to have breast implants. Yeah, yeah, I know. So, I mean, even just trying it out full time and just seeing what that's like, I think that's pretty wise. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah. good yeah. advice. I mean, I know the, the same drive to, like, what's the next edge? What's the next edge? And could I see more about what this transformation fully is. Because it really is truly amazing when it's the way people treat me, how different they are than the guy. Yeah. But you know what it comes down to? Until I have my until I don't have to work as a man to make money, right. all of that stuff doesn't is is irrelevant. Right. So do I want to work as a woman and how would I go about doing that? Of course yeah, my dream is I want to be a rock star and wrote a of book. Course. Maybe I'll get some marketing job out of yeah, it. Maybe you could. Yeah, that would be great. But who knows? It'll be so much fun because right now I work in tech. I work with all these engineers. I, I can't stand it. Make a lot of money. And you're though. at that wiener party, right? Yeah. All the guys. Oh my in the big god, room. it's so terrible. You know something? Yeah. They do pay me a lot of money. Right. <laughs> no, no, that's the it's, problem. It's, it's, it's the rub. I don't have to work that hard. I boss people around. I do whatever I want. And I get paid a shit a lot of money. So I just, oh god. <laughs> Let's talk about your book some more. Yeah. My book came out May 1st. Part of the title, well, actually on the cover, it says, From Straight to Trans, Fabulous, and Naughty. So I was very straight, kind of boring. I wasn't a boring person, but I didn't live an exciting life, not by choice. And then when I got divorced and moved into San Francisco, and literally... Because you were living in Walnut Creek. I was living in San Ramon. Oh. And literally... In a period of like three days, I went from boring suburban guy to just hardcore partier at a transsexual bar, living next to divas, going out and partying every night and getting laid. And like, I got pulled up to the piano, and next thing you know, I'm performing. In a period of like weeks, it was so weird. Yeah. And I thought I would just go out for Halloween. Literally, I. It's true. I I got there the middle of September. And I thought, well, I, it was, to me, it was like, I'm getting divorced. Um, let me have this little pro- six-week project. Right. I'm going to go out and check out all the clubs in San Francisco, get good at makeup, learn where to go, and Halloween night is going to be... My one hurrah. My one crazy hurrah. The problem is I met a transsexual dominatrix that evening, and she invited me to go to the power exchange to be her assistant to watch some guy getting beaten up by her. And I couldn't turn that down. <laughs> Well, let me just go one more night. Yeah. And then I ordered a Wonder Woman outfit. Oh, Wonder Woman. And then I figured, well, that'll take another week. So I, I'm not exactly stopping after Halloween. Right. And then I'm like, you know, well, I mean, I might as well just do this a little bit. <laughs> and, and, and then, then I, the next thing you know, Maria Connor's taken over your life. You know, she's taken over my life, and I'm sleeping with guys and trans women. And some le- girls, lesbians, and it's just, it just doesn't stop. 
it just, I couldn't believe it. I kept thinking I was going to stop, but I had no reason to. And then I went back to, then years later, I went back to dating a girl, and it was just really boring. <laughs> Maybe it was the wrong girl, you know, but it's really hard. Remember, think about those odds, 250 times easier. That means I can find the right woman once every five years. That's really tough. So I started dating this woman, and then I started getting bored, and then I just started thinking about cock. And the, I think the bet my favorite chapter in the book is when I broke up with her. I, basically, the way I broke up with her was I went into a bar, and this guy looked at me from across the room, and when he smiled, I knew I was it for me. And, of course, the way I wrote it in the book says, as my lips went around the shed, oh, you know. Oh, goodness. <laughs> we'll stop you there. Maria yes. Connor, it's so fun to meet you. Thank you, Monica. Large and proud. Yes, here. yes. Thank you so much for enjoying in the dirt and the, you know, something, to me, it's very spiritual. It is spiritual. Because pleasure is at the heart of our existence. It's not our only reason for existence, but if we don't have some level of fun, fun and pleasure and sex positive. Totally. Then we just cannot live and function as an adult. Totally. Yeah. You have to find the joy in life. Yeah. Yeah. A little for sure. bit of um, pleasure and joie de vivre and all of it. And you can't play victim and you can't have any excuses. Exactly. And you can't be grumpy all the time and blame shit exactly. on other people because yeah. you're having a good time. And then you realize you have the power to make shit happen. Say no to people who are unhealthy. Say no to unhealthy people at work. And everything works out better. Yeah. Healthy mm-hmm. boundaries are yeah. key. Yeah. Yeah. All right, great. Well, I look forward to catching up more. Thanks for coming out to the show Absolutely. here. Absolutely. Thank yeah. you so much, Maria. All right, Monica. Great. Okay. Let's take a deeper dive into gender, cross-dressing, feminism, what, masculinism? Whatever men get out of being liberated from the masculine role, right? We're going to talk more with Maria Connor, author of Girl Shock, about her experience of being liberated by exploring this aspect of her personality and what dressing up as a girl has taught her about men, being a man, being a woman, and being a human being. This quickie interview tease was actually recorded at my client's housewarming party, and she did have a live band. It was pretty awesome. After the pandemic, everyone was either fully vaccinated or, you know, was just roaming around in the backyard. And, you know, some people wore masks, but really it felt like the pandemic was over finally so was a wonderful time a big thanks to diva and steve for throwing this epic housewarming party i was actually their realtor to help them buy the house in addition to that we were also celebrating getting one of their friends into contract super recently, just two blocks away. And I found homes ultimately for three of them. Actually, it's like a whole polycule. I've been really busy with the pandemic. 
everyone is looking to buy a house, you can find more about my real estate practice at getrealestate.us. I hope you're looking forward to the full interview with Maria Connor, and that will be on YouTube. So you'll be able to see her in her shiny, shiny glory. And thanks for listening to Sexploration with Monica.